everyone, and welcome back to Speak Up Sis podcast. I am so excited to be here with you all. We are now in 2022. Woo! So excited to be back in this space doing what I absolutely love, sharing stories to inspire yours. And so this is the third Monday of the month. And of course, that means it's encouraging experts. And I have my co-host here with me, Ms. Charnel Williams. Charnel, how are you doing? I am so happy to see you, sis. I know. Happy New Year. Haven't seen you since last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> happy New Year and welcome back to Encouraging Experts, girl. We've got a lot of stuff that's going to be um, shaking and moving and changing and all that good stuff. And I just believe that uh, 2022 is going to be a stretch year uh, for Speak Up Sis podcast and encouraging experts. So are you ready to stretch? I'm ready. I'm ready. And how are things going with uh, with your business with Clean Core? It's going well. We've We've been, in spite of you know, everything that's going on, we've managed to keep generating business and getting new clients. So I'm so thankful for that. And the weather is kind of weird right now. <laughs> so as you all can tell, um, Charnel and I are, we're streaming tonight because there is like snow and ice and all sorts of things going on in the Metro Atlanta area. Um, how does the weather, does that affect your your work as well? It did yesterday. Um, we had to cancel and reschedule our cleanings because we, we actually clean seven days a week. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so today we had some that try to use it as an excuse and we had others that call us and said, hey, do you have work today? I want to go to work. So we were able to accommodate them. Okay. So, the ones that really want to work, you know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. You know how that goes. Some people want to work, some people don't. Some people play play work. <laughs> so, well, that's that's a part of entrepreneurship, right? It's a part of running your own business. Um, it's a part of having employees and, and all that good stuff. So I'm glad that business can still take place, even though the weather is is acting a little funky. So well, tonight, um, those of you who are watching us tonight, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, Speak Up Sis YouTube channel. If you have not already subscribed, please start the year all right with us and subscribe to the Speak Up Sis YouTube channel. All you have to do is click that little bell and the notification bell will let you know when we are here every single Monday night at 8 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. You can also catch the replays if you're not able to catch us live uh, when we are here at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please make sure that you support the podcast and subscribe to this Speak Up Sis YouTube channel. So tonight, everybody, we are going to be talking about goals. We are at the beginning of the year um, most people will do resolutions. Do people even do resolutions anymore, Charnel? I do. You, okay. I, I, I say I say I have one, but, <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, depends on, yeah, I, I say it at the you end of You say it. You I don't say, necessarily stick to it? Not all the time, no. Yeah. I don't even bother how you can. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what, I don't even bother using the word resolution just, just because I don't. Mm-hmm. However, however, goal setting is important. So whether we call it setting a new year, a new year resolution, or whether you're setting goals for your business, whatever you want to call it, goal setting is important, not just in your personal life, but for your business. And so the question today is, are you setting goals for your business? Do you set goals as an entrepreneur? I know you do, Charnel. Yes, I do. I know you do. So did you set your goals last year or did you wait? Do you have a time span? Do you have a certain time when you start setting goals? How does that work? I set them the previous year. Okay. And then I get my team on board. I let them know what our goal is for the year. Mm -hmm. And then I just keep reiterating it to make it stay top of mind so they know what their focus needs to be. Mm -hmm. I give everyone their own individual goals to help us achieve the bigger goal. Right. Right. So my weekly meetings with my staff, I'll say, um, so this year our goal is to get an additional 323 clients. Oh, that's what's up. Now, I'll ask them every time we meet, okay, every, and at the end of the day, I have them submit an end-of-day report, mm-hmm. and I, one of the questions is, how many recurring customers did you book today? Mm. I, I um, reward them every week for, well, for this month, our incentive is, I will pay you X amount of dollars for every recurring customer you book. So now they're motivated, right? They're, they're focused, and I noticed that after every meeting, mm-hmm. we book more recurring customers because I'm reminding them of it. I keep right. reiterating, okay, don't forget, you know, this is our goal. You're going to get a bonus based off of how many. <laughs> <laughs> so when you start talking money, that motivates some people. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we brainstorm and talk about, okay, how can we reach this goal? Who is stopping us? Mm-hmm. What colors? Is you know, are preventing us from reaching that goal. Because it's not just me, because I'm not out there cleaning. I'm not answering the phones, booking the appointments. But if my cleaners are out there doing what they're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. then we can ask for that recurring business. The customer will stay. So it's a domino effect. Everyone plays a role. So if everyone understands their role for us to reach this bigger goal, Right. And, you know, we can reach it. That makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. Um, I do something similar. I don't have as many employees um, as you. I actually work with contractors mm-hmm. at this point in, in my business. I'm working towards having full-on employees. It's coming. Uh, but as of right now, I still pay them <laughs> and they and they work for Speak Up Sis LLC. And I have done something 
similar uh, with them is to let them know like this, this is, this is the primary goal. This is goal number one um, for the year. And we've got some other uh, smaller goals, but there's a, there's a primary focus for the year. And then we've got some smaller goals and they know where they fit in that. When we meet these goals, this is what you can expect. And same here, you, there's an increase in, in pay. You right. can make more money <laughs> when we meet these financial goals. And it really does help to give your employees a buy-in um, right. to, to whatever it is that, that you're doing with the business. When they feel, I've, I've learned that when the people who work for me uh, buy into whatever the goals are, they know what they are. And like you say, they, that goal stays present. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm constantly reminding them of what we're working towards, then it stays as a priority in their minds. And they, to me, I, I, they work harder. I get a lot more productivity from, um, from them when, when they know what the game plan is and right. they have buy-in to those goals. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're getting ahead of ourselves because there are some things that we want to share with you all tonight as entrepreneurs. There are two things that we want to really focus on tonight. So if you've got pen and paper, you're probably going to want to grab them and take a few notes. But before we do that, Charnel, we're going to take a look and see if we've got some company tonight. We um, do. Do we have some company? Jima. Hey, okay. <laughs> Hi, Gemma. My hair. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was picking it right before the show. Like, uh. but you look super cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Valerie is on. Hey, Valerie. Yeah, we're getting a lot of feedback from um, Gemma and Valerie so far. All right. Well, thank you too so much for uh, leaving comments. If this is your first time watching Speak Up Sis podcast on YouTube, please say hello. Let us know where you're watching. Uh, tell us who you are and all that good stuff. Let us know how you found us. Uh, we love to hear from you. We talk to you during the podcast. We allow you to be a part um, of the conversation. So feel free to uh, comment. If you are on the Facebook platform, we're going to ask that you come on over to the YouTube page. Make sure you follow us there, subscribe, and um, come on over and watch us on you, uh, on the YouTube page. We're going to be making some changes this year. So go ahead and get on board now. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. So let's go ahead and get into this. Y'all know me. I don't like a lot of jaw jacking. Let's get to the business. We are here for a specific reason tonight, and we want to talk about setting goals for your business. And there are two uh, techniques or strategies, if if we want to call them, or two tips we want to share with you that will help you to set goals. This is really going to help those of you who are new to entrepreneurship, those of you who are new to running your business, and you're just kind of shooting it from the hip every day. You just get up and you're doing something and you're trying to make something happen and it doesn't look like it's happening. Well, there are some things that you can do to be a bit more productive with your year. Uh, We are in the new year. This is something that you 
probably want to do prior to the new year. Jim Rohn is uh, is is a sharp, or he was a sharp businessman. I love listening to him. You all can check him out on YouTube. Uh, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N is his last name. And uh, he, he used to say all the time that you want to complete your year before you start it complete your year before you started. And I was like, huh, how do you do that? <laughs> and what that means is before the year starts, you want to have already written down what's going to happen in that year. Finish it, finish, fin- finish the year before the year starts. You begin with the end in mind, but you can't you can't begin if you haven't already decided on what the what the what the year is going to end with. And not only the year, he also said before the month starts, finish it before it starts. Mm-hmm. So you set your you set your your goals for the 12 months of the year, the, the full year. And then before January starts, you go ahead and set out what's going to take place in January, what's going to take place uh, weekly and every day. So when you start your day, you already know what you're working towards for the end of the year and you and you filtered it all the way down to what you're doing every day. And when I got that concept, it really does help you to stay focused with what you're doing and it helps you to stay on task. So one uh, strategy we want to talk about today is called uh, a SWOT analysis. Okay, this is this is something that you can do to help you determine what your goal should be. All right, so let me let me back up a minute. First, understand that business goals are precise articulations of what your business will achieve within a particular time frame. That is what a business goal is. It's a precise articulation of what your business will achieve within a particular time frame. So you've got to decide what your business is going to do within the year or within the month or within the quarter, whatever the time frame is. And a SWOT analysis helps you to decide what those goals should be. Okay, so to start, SWOT, S-W-O-T, stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. So Charnel and I are going to chop it up with you all a little bit about a SWOT analysis. And when this uh, live is over, you all can go do your own research and get more information. But we want to make sure that you know the things that you don't know, because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. Right. So we want to introduce you to a SWOT analysis. So let's talk first, Charnel, about strengths. When we talk about analyzing your strengths, we're talking about what is working in your business. Mm -hmm. What is working in your business? So if you did not set your goals last year, you can do it right now. Like you can you can get it done right now, this month for the remainder of the year. And one of the things you want to do is to analyze what worked in your business last year. Right. So at the end of the year or towards the end of the year, you should be evaluating 
what you were able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, evaluate what worked, what didn't work, what can you do better, um, the different changes you can make or should make to your business, and just acknowledge those strengths and then implement them in the, the following year. So you might say, okay, we did really good in sales this year. You know, we did a 30% increase. Maybe your goal for the next year would be, okay, let's bump that up to 40% or 35%. So you want to make sure you keep your hand on a pulse and know and keep um, documentation of what what you're doing in your business. So for example, in my business, I have a spreadsheet called Beats Yesterday. So what we do is we evaluate um, where our clients were coming from, how many leads came in that day, um, the different marketing we did, the different, um, we give out special promo codes. So we evaluate what promo codes got the most sales that year. Um, How many, we got 500 leads this year. Okay, let's double that. You know, we got 500 or let's do 700. So then you ask yourself, what do you need to do to double it? What marketing do we need to do? So you want to make sure you evaluate and you can compare and contrast. So Mm -hmm. I can forecast, okay, I know the beginning, the first quarter of the year is usually our slow season. I know the last quarter of the year is our busy season. So if I want to still grow and um, close a lot of sales first quarter, I know I need to double my marketing or triple my marketing. And by acknowledging this and recording this every day, you can see, okay, the first week of, of January, maybe we only got 10 sales. Okay, so what do I need to do to make sure we get 20 this year? So you just got to, you know, evaluate and, and keep good records. And it's easy as just putting it into a spreadsheet and right. jotting down the numbers every day. Yeah, that's good. Um, keeping records is difficult. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest and say I have yet to really even hone in on my mileage. And y'all know I make, I should get a whole... <laughs> What? <laughs> as much driving as I do. And the truth is, is that it's staying focused with making sure that I keep up with the data. When you're goal setting, you have got to keep up with the data. You got to keep up with the data. And oh, Charnel is so much better than I am with automations and... <laughs> But I'm telling you, I got to get better. I automate because I know if it was (laughs) depending on me, it wouldn't get done. I have VAs because I know. I don't update these spreadsheets because I know. But you know, there are apps that can track your mileage. I have one. Every time I get in, it, it tracks. It's just Angel going into remembering when I get to my destination to log it as work or personal and things like that. So what has happened in the past is I'll end up with 
all of his mileage. I can't remember what was personal, what was work, what was. So it's getting in the mindset. But here's the thing. You and I have already talked about, you know, I shared with you uh, what my primary goal is this year and, and, and it's surrounding around revenue. And so for me, that's money. So if I want to see my money, if I want to, if I want that number to increase, then paying attention to mileage is important. Right. Paying attention to what I'm paying to, to drive to the studio and to drive back and to drive to customers and all these things. Um, when I'm looking at my bottom line and trying to determine, right, what, what my strengths are, if, if I'm driving somewhere and I'm spending a lot of money and, and, and fuel to go someplace. However, I'm not getting a return on the investment from that activity that I'm doing, then that's an issue, right? That's going to mess with that, that, that bottom line for my revenue. So that's a part of looking at what you're strong in. So what am I doing? What did I do this year that was, uh, that worked for my business? And, and even with my business, I can tell you the bookshelf was on fire all year. Um, speak up his uh, speak up his bookshelf and the talk show are strengths for my business. Mm-hmm. So for me, when looking at goals and knowing that I'm I'm working on increasing revenue um, in this year, then if I know that the bookshelf is a is one of the strongest parts of my business, then it makes sense that I. Make sure that I rev up whatever whatever we were doing that worked in that space, that I continue doing that, that I increase it, um, you know, set, set some objectives to increase what we're doing in that space. And if I'm going to invest any money to upgrade a platform or something of that nature, I would want to do it in the space that that that's already really strong. Right. So that is an example, you all, of looking at what is working, looking at what is working and then creating a goal to uh, make that stronger, um, to increase that thing, to capitalize on your strengths. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the W in SWAT is weaknesses. And your weaknesses are those places in your business that need to be fixed. <laughs> These are areas that are not working that well. There are some issues and you've got to do some tweaking um, in those spaces. Do How do you handle dealing with weaknesses in your business or analyzing those weaknesses, Chanel? So at the end of the year, when I evaluate um, what's happened in the business, I say, okay, what's on the bottom or who is in the bottom 10%? And I get rid of it. Mm. Simple as that. We want, to, <laughs> we want to make sure that we are ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure we keep our power players. Um, um, clients, that goes for clients as well. Right. So (laughs) the ones that aren't as profitable that are giving us that headache, because we do we do a um, a price increase every year. We usually do it around October Mm -hmm. Um, and that weeds out some of the people. You know, my staff works very hard 
you know, to make sure that the house is cleaned Mm -hmm. and they get in, get out. It's not like me cleaning my home and I can take a break and I can sit down and watch TV for 15 minutes. No, my staff is working hard to get in and get out and, and satisfy our clients' needs. So I evaluate the last 10%, the bottom 10%. So that could be the marketing. What marketing that we that we did that year that didn't produce um, good results compared to some of the other marketing tools we used. And then um, just eliminate that and put that, that particular budget towards what has been working. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you don't, you don't necessarily look at your weaknesses and then try to make them strengths. You eliminate weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. That's my personality though. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's smart. I I actually think too many times, and we talked about this in a, uh, in one of the Chrysalis groups, uh, we meet every morning and we talked about capitalizing on strengths versus always trying to fix weaknesses. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's cultural or what, but most of us focus on the areas where we're weak and we focus on, you know, I'm not good at this. So I'm not good at that. And we are working to get stronger in those arenas instead of looking at where you are strong and then capitalizing on that, taking advantage of what's working versus spending so much time and money and energy trying to make something that's not working better um, or, or make it something, you know, that's going to be a strength. So I think that's that's pretty dope, especially I'm going to say, especially as a new, a newer entrepreneur, I can't afford right. to spend money trying to make something work that's not working. Right. It makes it makes more uh, financial sense for me to invest in what is working in order to grow my dollars instead of putting money into something that may be a strength one day or not. Right, and, and now I've just wasted my time and my money. If it, and if that's it, why you know. those those spreadsheets work so well because numbers don't lie. B, mm. you know, we keep tabs of the behavior of our staff because we'll say, "Oh, she's a good worker. She's a good cleaner." Mm-hmm. But if you look at her history, you'll say, "But she called out ten times last month." You don't remember that. So if you have documentation. If you have it in black and white, you can't argue with that. And then if you're putting energy into things that um, are your weakness, Mm -hmm. then your strengths can fall by the wayside because they're not getting the attention they need. Right. And that's, that's, that's just in general, you know, you know, you're working out, you're you're in a marriage, you're in a relationship, what you, you know, give attention to is going to grow and flourish. But if you know, okay, this right here isn't even worth my time, and then I got something bigger, stronger, profitable, mm-hmm. yeah, money, your time and energy into that, and you, you'll you'll actually save more money that way. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense to me. 
So for those of you who may be just tuning in, uh, we are talking about a SWOT analysis and doing a SWOT analysis to help you create goals for your business. So if you're someone who's saying, okay, I haven't been setting goals for my business and I don't even know where to start. I don't know how to set a goal. I don't know what I should be looking at. Then you may want to do what's called a SWOT, S-W-O-T, analysis of your business. And that this will help you to come up with what your goals should be for the year, what they can be. Um, for the year. And so the S is strengths. You want to analyze what your strengths, what, what the strengths of your business were in the previous year. And all that means is you want to look at what was working, what really worked for the business. Um, and then you look at your weaknesses. You want to analyze those weaknesses and the weaknesses were those things in your business that didn't that didn't work well things that need to be fixed or just broken and need to be you know done away with and then the o is opportunities and opportunities are markets processes products and other factors where your business has the potential to grow so we don't want to just only stick with and rely on what we've been doing that's been working in order for a business to stay relevant and to continue to grow, you've got to look at opportunities, other places, other markets, other products that you can, uh, that, that could, that, that could help your business to continue to grow as well. So Charnel, do you want to share about opportunities? Right. So as a CEO of your business, your job is to, as my my coach would always say, you need to have a bird's eye view. Every time I talk to my coach, she says, do you have a bird's eye view of your business? Um, It's kind of like if you are familiar with football, you have the coach up in the, um, I don't know what you call them, in the skybox. And he's looking down and he can see what the coach on the ground cannot see. Mm-hmm. And he's giving the coach on the ground plays, do this, do that. So as the CEO, you have to have your hand on a pulse and know what's going on, what's new out there. That's why I tell people getting a coach is essential because they're going to expose you and open your eyes to different things you just didn't think of. You know, you have a lot on your plate as the CEO, as an entrepreneur. So if you have that person who isn't in the trenches with you, but understands business, they can say, okay, well, try this, or this is an easier way to do that. Also, you want to see what your competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. What's making them succeed and flourish and grow, right? So you want to evaluate those things and see what can I do better? What can I do to make this job run smoothly, this company run smoothly? Ask your staff, what can we do? What can I do to make your job easier? What issues are you having? Once you evaluate that and get that data, you can say, okay, let me see if there's a software out, if there's a way I can automate this, um, if I can make sure or prevent things from slipping through the cracks. That was my big thing. You know, I didn't want to hear the excuse of I forgot. (laughs) So. To do that, 
I said, okay, I want to automate as much as possible because I don't want them to forget or be or not do it because they were so engulfed with another issue. They're putting out a fire. And because of that, they forgot to tell the customer, okay, we're coming to clean your house tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are the different opportunities. And, and then just, you know, forming relationships with people in your industry, talking to them, what are they doing? You know, it's, I, I tell people all the time, there's enough money out here for everyone. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, I have a lot of friends in the cleaning industry and we help each other all the time. We send each other clients. I can't clean this person's house today, but I know someone who, who can or who right. may have availability. Just, you know, it's building those relationships. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good point. Even if we double back to strengths, Paying attention to the connections and the people that we're connected to that have been strengths versus weaknesses um, mm-hmm. in the previous years, right? I think a lot of times we don't spend the time to hone those relationships with the people who are actually supporting, helping, financing, whatever, whatever those people are doing uh, that's helping us. That's a strength. Right. And, and we should, you know, how I feel, you, you just know how I feel about networking and engaging and people. I, to me, people are the number one resource. I don't care. Just people, (laughs) people, 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 people. And, and when we talk about strengths and weaknesses and opportunities, we have to add people in all of those categories. Sometimes there are people that, you know, we spend a lot of time with who are weaknesses, who need to be in that 10% that you talked about, who need to be eliminated, right, from from your processes. So good, 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 good. And then threats. Threats is the T in the SWOT analysis. And you kind of brought that up towards the end with opportunities when looking looking at your... um, competitors. So threats are simply challenges to the business, uh, to the business's success from competitors um, and uh, shifting elements and things of that nature. So you also have to look at what it, what could be hurting your business or what is a threat to you actually um, succeeding for this year. And this will help you to decide what types of goals you need to set as well. Threats. You want to talk about threats a little bit, Charnel? Yes. But before I get started, I just want to say hello to everyone out there. The comments are coming in. Oh, yay. Say hello again to Valerie. She says, yes, you have to keep the goals in front of you. She said, both of us are looking fly tonight. Thank you, Al. <laughs> um, she also said God sent us her way, so we appreciate that. We appreciate um, you. She said that's true. I'm looking to get rid of those weaknesses, so good for you, Valerie. Mm-hmm. That's the first step. Jamar says hello. Hello, um, Jamar. Valerie says, come on now, truth it is. <laughs> 
Um, Jiba says she's a, she agrees with Miss Charnel. Um, Valerie's loving a convo. Um, it was someone else that said hello. Richardine. Richardine. I'm yes. trying to Yes, he said great day. How you doing? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Richardine Star Brown for joining us tonight as well. Thank y'all so much for uh, joining the conversation, for commenting. If you have questions or you have you just want to comment on what we're talking about, feel free to leave your comments uh, in the in the comment section. We do monitor them and we appreciate you. If you have not subscribed, go ahead and do that right now. And you can also share us out. I never say that, do I? <laughs> you can actually share um, our link into other spaces and with other people and bring in some new entrepreneurs into this space to get some of these tips and strategies to help them improve upon their businesses this year in 2022 um, as well. All right. So SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Analyzing these four things in your business will help you to create goals uh, for the business and the new year. Now, once you decide on some goals or you decide on what you want to focus on, we want to talk to you about SMART goals. Um, Sometimes we will say, oh, I just... You know, my goal this year is to make more money than I made last year. Great. That's a great goal. But it is so broad and it is so vague. And it's like, okay, how are you going to get that? This is where creating SMART goals come into play. So after you do your SWOT analysis, you may decide, you know what? I need to make more money because... You know, I was really weak here. We were really strong there. We got these things coming in, this stuff going out, and I need to be able to make more money to do X, Y, Z. Okay, great. Now you've got to actually set a goal to help you to accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish in the business within a specific time frame. So SMART goals are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely goals. And so we're going to go through each one of these with you all tonight so you have a better idea of what we mean by SMART goals so that you can go and create some goals for your business for this year, 2022. The the year just started. You can go ahead and plan out the remainder of this year so that you can start working towards these goals. So let's jump right into SMART goals. Charnel, the very first one is specific. Do you want to talk a little bit about what it means to uh, have specificity with your goals? So if you recall earlier in the conversation, I mentioned that My goal is to get 323 new clients, recurring clients. Mm -hmm. That's specific. Yes. I looked at my numbers. I said, I want to reach a certain goal monetary wise. Mm -hmm. I said, in order for me to reach that goal, I need to get 323 new recurring clients. Right. 
that's being specific. That's um, saying that, okay, I need, I want to do $500,000 in sales. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, I need to create or sell a hundred products a month or whatever. I'm just, you know, throwing stuff out there. Right. But you need to evaluate that. You need to look at the numbers. You need to say, like my spreadsheet I was talking about earlier, if you say, okay, last year we did $100,000. This year I want to do $2,000, $200,000. Look at your spreadsheet and say, okay, whatever I did last year, minus the weaknesses, right? Right. (laughs) I'm going to double that or triple it the following year. So you just need to know, you know, exactly what you want and then you need to reverse engineer it. You need to say, okay, I want to do a million dollars. What does that equate to? How much is that a month? That's about a little over 35,000 a month. Break that down into weeks. Break that down into days. What do I need to do to reach this number? So once you reverse engineer whatever your goal is, you're on your way to actually obtaining that goal by the end of the year or whatever deadline you gave yourself. Yep. That's exactly what I did uh, at the end of not 2021, but at the end of 2020, going into 2021 uh, for this podcast, I ended the year with 2.2 thousand downloads uh, after the first year. And at the end of the year, Going into the next year, I I said, okay, I want to increase the downloads for the podcast and I want to increase, uh, being specific, I want to increase my downloads by two two times, right? So I want to have two times the amount that I have now which meant that I needed to have at least 4.4 thousand downloads um, for the year to double what I had at um, at the end of that year. So that's being specific. I didn't just say, I want to get more downloads. Right, right. <laughs> I gave myself, I want to double the amount of downloads that I have and that doubling it would be to get at least 4.4 thousand downloads in a 12 month period. That was being specific, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if we look at the next one, measurable, measurable is actually putting, how can you measure whether or not you've accomplished this goal. So here again, we put a number on it. Right. We can actually see what is happening every single week, every single month. And like Charnel said, um, what I did with that particular goal, I said, okay, I need 4.4 thousand downloads excuse me, for the year. Well, I divided that by 12 months Mm -hmm. to see what I would actually need to get every month so that I can measure the progress. And then I took that and I divided that number by four 
because four weeks for the most part um, and a month. So then that let me know every time I release a podcast, I need to have at least this many downloads of this podcast every single week. It's specific and it's able to be measured. Why? Because I have, you know, I've got an app that shows me what my downloads are and I'm able to actually see what I'm getting to be able to determine whether or not I'm I'm making the mark. Why is it being measurable important? Because you got to be able to see whether you're on target. Right. If you've got no way to measure it, if you've got no way to determine whether or not you're actually meeting your benchmarks, then you're just flying out in the wind. It might happen. It might not happen. But you want to be able to measure your progress so you can tweak things along the way uh, in order to get to the goal at the end of the year or end of the month or whatever your time frame is, the quarter or, you know, whatever the time frame is that you set. Right. So like I said, I, by looking at my data, I know when my peak season is. Mm -hmm. So I know when I really need to go hard on my marketing because I know when my slow season occurs, I know when to do a price increase, right? Because I know my data, I know we're busy around the holidays. That's our busy season. So it gives me, it's an opportunity for me to increase my price, you know, close to the holidays because I know more people look for my services or need my services during that time. So it's just understanding your business Mm-hmm. Um, and, and measuring it. And if you don't keep data of your business and what's going on in your business and what's going on with your staff, not just the sales, then if you don't, then it's going to be hard for you to create smart goals. Yeah. You're just pulling it out of thin air. Yeah. Right. You know, and let, and let would, me say this as, as I'm sorry. Um, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Interrupting. This is this is an encouraging part. So right now we're sitting in the experts part of the encouraging experts and giving you some tips um, and some strategies to help you with goal setting. I kind of want to put on my encourager hat for just a moment. As a new entrepreneur, you all know I've been I've been doing this about three and a half years now. I'm I'm so green with this. And one thing that I have found is when you are in a place in your business where your business is not making the amount of money that you think it should make, if you're not uh, uh, grossing or netting, (laughs) um, you know, big big numbers or, or even small numbers, if you're just like, this isn't working, Let me encourage you to still create specific and measurable goals and and create the systems to monitor. I can be so transparent with y'all. When my business doesn't make money, I don't like looking at the, I don't like looking at my business account. Mm -hmm. I'm just being honest. I don't like looking at it because I'm like, there isn't anything in there. (laughs) So it makes you just want to 
do the work and not focus on the numbers. Let me tell you, that is the surefire way to stay stagnant. You have got to look at your numbers. Yeah. You have got, you've got to be specific about what you're doing and you've got to measure them. That's just like, if if I can give you an analogy, it's like, um, if you say you want to lose weight, but you have no way of measuring whether or not you're losing weight. You're not, you haven't measured your body to determine whether or not you're losing inches. You don't want to get on a scale. So you don't want to see those numbers, right? You're, 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 you're not taking pictures because you hate the way you look in photos. So you can't see anything. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to be losing weight, but you're not going to be able to tell. Right. You're going to look in the mirror and you're still going to look, you're going to feel like you still look fat because you have no way to measure whether or not you're making progress because you're going to think you're not making any progress because you have no way of measuring it. More than likely, you're going to renege on what those goals are. More yeah. than likely, you'll stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to so, see- I just want to encourage you um, because I've had to, I've had to encourage myself in this space to say, okay, I know the money doesn't look like what I want it to look like. I know. And I can be honest with you. I've had years where it's like my business doesn't pay for itself. I'm in the red at the end of the year, but guess what? You cannot make, smart goals for the next year if you don't know that you were in the red the previous year if you don't know how you got in the red the previous year if you're not looking at those numbers so don't run away from the numbers because the numbers are small mm-hmm. most people are like I'll look at it when I got a lot of money in the bank I ain't got no money in the bank, so ain't no need for me to, that, that is the surefire way to not have, to stay not having money in the bank. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that I encourage you a little bit, because that measurable is hard, y'all. It's hard when you get to your, when you get to the end of the first quarter and you, and you haven't met those, you haven't met those goals and you're like, I'm such a failure or whatever, whatever. Listen, being able to see why you didn't meet those goals, being able to see the markers, being able to go back in and tweak some things so that you can say, okay, for second quarter, if I do this, 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 and this, stop doing that, 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 and that, turn this around, then we should be able to make, you know, meet the mark in the second quarter. You've got to do that in order to make progress. Okay. So don't shy away from measurable because your numbers may not be where you think they should be. Right. All right. A little bit of encouragement. Attainable. Here we go. (laughs) I know when I first started, I was like, I'm going to make a million dollars my first year. That didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) it's a good goal to have Mm -hmm. but you want to be realistic because you'll disappoint yourself Mm -hmm. and you lose motivation right if you look at 
at your numbers, or even if you're starting new to say, okay, let me, I'm sticking my, my toe in this, right? I'm learning. So I may not get a million dollars at first year because I'm still learning. I'm learning what works, what's going to mesh with my business in a way I run it. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure it's attainable and realistic. That's the R, but you don't want to, maybe you could say five years, 10 years down the line, I could do a million dollars or whatever, depending on how hard you go, because it takes money to get that million dollars. Mm-hmm. And if you're starting out and you don't have the money, you don't have the, the know-how, because you could have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the, the intellect or the knowledge to implement the right tools and people and things, you're not going to reach that, that goal. So in a business, when your first year, you're, you're learning a business, right? You're learning a business. You're learning more about yourself. When I first started my business, I learned a lot about myself. Mm -hmm. I learned about my temperament. I learned about my patience or lack thereof. I learned what my weaknesses were, what my strengths were, and I was able to implement those things or assign somebody else to do them. So you're going to learn a lot about yourself in the business as a whole. Most definitely. And for those of you who are, maybe you're trying to figure out um, the difference between attainable and realistic because they do work hand in hand. Um, Attainable, think about it this way. Like Charnel said, you can have the money to, to be able to get something done But if you do not have the knowledge, it's not going to be attainable. You're not going to be able to access it because you're missing something. So when you think about um, a goal being attainable, you want to make sure that you have the ability, you have the resources to be able to make this goal happen. So if you say that, let's say... um, let's say you want, let's, let's stick with the podcasting, right? Say you want to increase your, your downloads. However, that's not going to be attainable if you do not have, let's say you don't have a social media presence. If you, if you don't have an Instagram page, if you don't have a Facebook page, if you don't, if you're not share, you know, if you don't have the ability to be able to share out the link for people to click on, if you don't have these things in place, then that goal may not be attainable. Why? Because you don't actually have the, the systems in place to be able to get the increase. So that's attainable or if you are, you know, maybe you don't have, maybe you don't have enough money or business credit or whatever to be able to purchase software that you need to be able to do X, Y, Z, then certain goals may not be attainable because you don't have the resources that you need. So before you can set that goal, you may have to set, uh, 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 you may need to set a goal prior to that one. In order that will say, okay, I need to, you know, I need to raise X amount of money in order to purchase this particular device so that I can meet this goal. There, sometimes you got to have, you got to build in objectives for your goals. 
in order to reach them. So that's attainable. Realistic is exactly what it is. Realistic means that in reality, not in La La Land, (laughs) not in movie land. and, And here's the thing. People go, well, you know, I saw this lady and she made a million dollars in 90 minutes. That Okay, that's not realistic for everybody. That's a fluke sometimes. And and sometimes you don't see all of the work that was put in on the back end for that to be realistic for her. So, So what's realistic for one person may not be realistic for someone else. So someone who has an established business, who's been, you know, who has the the team, the finances, the whatever, they've got the website that can handle, you know, a million people hitting it at one time and without crashing, they can set a goal to make a million dollars in 90 minutes Mm -hmm. because they have all those things in place. That's a realistic goal for them. If you don't have those things in place, that wouldn't be realistic for you. So that that's it. I hope that helps you understand the difference between attainable and realistic. Got it? All right. And then because we've got three minutes, Charnel, and we're done. Oh my goodness, can you even believe it? I can't. Okay. T is timely. Timely, timely, timely. And all this means is you got to put a date on it. You got to put a date on it. Most people don't get anything done because they never put a date on it. Putting a date makes it real. Right. When you say that I am going, I am going to increase my podcast downloads. Um, I'm going to double my, my podcast downloads for this next year. I'm going to get 4.4 thousand downloads within a 12 month time period. That is realistic. It is attainable. I have all the things and I'm going to do it by December 31st of 2022. Mm-hmm. What you have just done is, is made, you put a time, you made it time sensitive because now you have given yourself this window of getting it done which is going to encourage you to do things because you're going to be like, oh, it's September. Oh, it's you. Oh, oh, right. If a lot of people don't put time on, they're like, I don't, I don't want to be stressed. No, there's some good stress. (laughs) If you're in business, you're going to be stressed. Yes. Yes. So we put a date on it. Put a date on those goals. Okay. So we tonight talked about uh, SWOT analysis and analyzing your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats in order to help you determine what types of goals you need for your business. And then we talked about creating SMART goals when you, uh, when you get to the point where you are creating the goals and making sure that they are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. But before we go, because we we said a lot, and if you came in on the butt end, you can always catch the replay. Um, like the audio it. version will be 
on all the uh, Apple and Pandora and iHeartRadio. You'll be able to listen to this while you're driving in your car and all that kind of stuff to take notes. Um, It'll be uploaded to those platforms by tomorrow so you all can check it out if you would like. But before we leave, I would like um, to ask you all to subscribe to Speak Up Sis YouTube. Make sure you follow Speak Up Sis Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Speak Up Sis Podcast. And I also want to tell you all that I now, in the year 2022, offer Make It Happen Strategy Packages. Yay! (laughs) <laughs> so I am stretching myself. People have been telling me, Angel, what are you, are you coaching? Are you coaching? Are you coaching? Are you going to help us? And this year, yes, I am going to do that. And you all can work with me one-on-one. Um, it's a 30-day package. You can check it out. Go to speakupsis.com. And you can see all of, uh, all of what's included there. Or you can just send me a DM. And um, and we can talk about it. We can have a 15 minute consultation so that I can see what it is that you want to do, what you want to make happen. It can be in your personal or professional life. Um, And let's work together this year. All right. So you all ask for it and I am giving it to you. You get me for 30 days, honey. (laughs) You get you get Angel Charmaine for 30 days to help you make some things happen in your life, all right? So um, get with me. Charnel, please tell the people about um, about your program as well. So um, my program is Profit and Cleaning, where I teach my clients how they can start their own cleaning service or any service business um, within 60 days. You can have a profitable business. You do not have to do the labor Um, Like I said, I don't do any of the cleaning. I don't answer the phones. I don't do any of that. I am doing the bird's eye view. I'm making sure everything is running smoothly. Everyone's doing what they're supposed to do. And I teach my clients how to do that as well. So you can visit me on ProfitAndCleaning.com or Instagram at Charnel26. That's what's up. Before we go, for those of you who may be new to us, um, please know this. You are getting jewels here every third Monday, every third Monday of the month for encouraging experts. Um, Charnel does not toot her own horn, but I toot it for her. I bless God for her. Charnel has been in business now 14 years now. This year be 15 years. 15 years. So she's been in business for 15 years. This year is going to be 15 years. She has created and runs a million dollar company. I bless God that she chooses to share this space with me as a novice entrepreneur to be able to give you all expert. She's not giving you expert opinions. She's giving you expert advice based on what she has done for her own business. I highly recommend that if you are looking for a business coach, that you connect with her. And then when it comes to me, I'm novice. I am not a business coach, but let me tell you what I am an expert at. I am an expert at making things happen. (laughs) I have been... I have been doing this a long time, 20 plus years. 
I have been making things happen. If you don't know my story, then spend a little time on this YouTube page and get to know me. Okay. So with that, everybody, we love y'all. Make sure you come back here um, every Monday. There's something on Speak Up Sis podcast, but for encouraging experts, we're here every third Monday of the month. So come see us next month and we'll have some more good stuff to share with you to help you with your business. Have a good night. Charnel, love you. Much. (laughs) We'll see y'all later.